0: Uh um. okay, time out. Time out. <laughs> oh, Mark.
1: Right All out. right. Somebody get the dog. The dog. Spent. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay. Do we lose somebody? I'm here. Kyle. Kyle. Was his dog, was his dog killing him right then? Was that <laughs> his, what
3: was happening? His dog murdered him. Wait, is he out of the conversation? Can you hear me? <clears throat> oh
1: yeah, there he is. Yeah, my dog just ripped my throat out. No. <laughs> Hi, this is Jesse Backstrom and you're listening to a recording that Alex May and Kyle Mathis
2: did with Drew Porter from the band Cutlass. I wasn't available to record but I am editing it and I noticed at a point Alex May mentions that he
3: found a CD with the program Fruity Loops on it but what he doesn't know is I have a bunch of his old recordings from music he made with Fruity
2: Loops still on my computer so all the music between segments that you hear today is from Alex May, circa 2001 to 2003, made with Fruity Loops in high school. Enjoy.
1: So on this Wizard Opinions episode, um, Alex and I kind of thought we since we were bringing our friend Drew here to, to the show as a guest, a guest wizard, we thought we would talk about music, touring a bit, random things like we always do but also talk about a couple of bands that uh, maybe we've been into or that we've liked or discovered or something like that. And I know Drew will be able to speak to something like that. as um, kind of a special edition since Jesse isn't here to ruin the whole thing. For the, the whole
2: re- ruin the whole recording process, right? Yeah.
1: I'm just I'm thinking after this gets recorded, I'll probably like this like you said, this file f- format will be like a TRZ like <laughs> <laughs> and no one will ever hear this but us. Um <laughs> either way it was a cool conversation. So let's just count our blessings that we all talk to right. each other and <laughs> go from there. But um definitely so I'll lead um okay. guests on this and uh of a, of a couple of bands I wanted to bring up. Um, one, Drew Bragg, like, now Drew Bragg we had on, but Jesse deleted his episode. We will get him on again. Um, but Drew Bragg told me the other day, just kind of in passing, really, about this band called Catfish and the Bottleman. Oh, yeah. And, you know, uh, he, he's also, like, referred some other things to me, and I've kind of, like, been into, but this, for whatever reason, I really, like, it just blew me away. I mean, I, I, it's, it's kind of, it's hard to describe kind of the hold it has on me right now, and I'm not sure why it does, necessarily, like, all the reasons why, but I think it's brilliant. Now, Alex, you might have text a little bit. It's kind of, it's kind of got a Strokes feel.
2: Yeah, it's, it's like, well...
1: Because they're British. And when
2: I pull it up on uh, Spotify, the like, the number one song on their profile right now is that, I think it was called Kathleen. Right. <clears throat> And that song is awesome. And it's like, uh it sounds kind of like the Strokes, but it's a little, it's, it's the guy's voice isn't, like, super grungy like that. And, yeah. I mean, it sounds really cool. It's got that, like, I don't know, just really cool indie kind of feel. And then I was saying that, like, they have other songs where it the dude's vocal style and maybe, like, some of the rhythm sounds kind of like the Fray. Right. So it's kind of like the Strokes need the Fray in a way. And it, it's, uh... It's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, I dig it. Yeah, you kind of have to watch the language listeners if you want to check it out at all. But it, uh-huh. I mean, I think the thing that really turns me on to it, like the stroke sound, the indie rock sound, I'm, I'm obviously on board, right? But they're, <laughs> yeah, because I'm a douche. But anyway. <laughs> 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 I, I think what latch, made me latch on, though, like, really, the real deal is, like, their musical arrangements. They have a lot of parts uh-huh. of their song that, that fit that aren't just kind of your own, then they'll pop. And I think that's something we all get bogged down in a lot musically. And But it still is poppy. But it it just has a flow to it. It makes me think of bands I used to l- listen to, like, Emery or Under Oath might have had a touch of it. Anyway, this, this band, Captain the Bottom, like I was saying, uh, Emory, some old older, maybe like Screamo bands or some of that indie, indie rock bands used to do that a lot more. I feel like they had different parts of their songs that were catchy, but not quite run-of-the-mill. And they do that a lot, especially on their track, Tyrants. I mean, the whole song is just going to different places, but it's all great licks, and it's just all mixed very <laughs> well. And I think they would just put on a great live show. And I think they're kind of young. I mean, I don't know. I think they're a new band. Yeah, I'm just excited about. It. I hope they don't get like any weird drugs or anything and ruin their lives or something. But I really hope that they they take off and keep doing what they're doing. Um, um Kyle. Yes.
2: So I was gonna. I had uh I th- I had something that I wanted to mention after uh after that trying to stay close on topic, but there was somebody I- the other day that I met and they were talking about how when they were a teenager they liked black metal. And I asked them if they had ever listened to Extol.
1: Oh my gosh! Oh wow! <laughs> they did they, they didn't. They
2: didn't know anything about Extol, and I was didn't like, they ah, "Look, listen to
1: black metal." Then they just <laughs>
2: kidding me? You did not listen to black metal? And I, and they, and they also didn't know Demu Borgir, really, or however you want to say it. And I was like, "That's totally. That's like the most black metal." But come on, Extol, yeah. <laughs> give me a break. Right. So you guys know you guys have heard Extol. Oh, Oh, yes. Um, Oh, my gosh. I used to rock out on some Extol. Yeah, man.
1: Extol makes me think of, okay, so I have a very vivid memory of Extol because, um, Drew, you played Cornerstone a couple times. You played with us at all and that was kind of a joke, but you played with Showbread, and Cornerstone Christian Festival was like a really big kind of Christian Woodstock kind of thing for listeners who don't know. It doesn't anymore, but it was a big deal. When we were in high school, and it was kind of at its peak when we first got into college, but like, I mean, every band that was like Christian or metal, mostly metal bands, really. I mean, would show up. This band. metal and hardcore bands, right? So you're yep. outside, you're know, like camping outside. It's just a week long. I mean, like, well, I say we want three or four day festival of just great shows. And I have a very vivid memory of seeing x Xtoll <laughs> and just <laughs> flipping out, man. Because, <laughs> That's so awesome because they're freaking from. They're first of all, they're like Swedish. Yep. And I don't really think I mean, did they ever tour over here a lot? They didn't come down know, to Mississippi. I
2: have no idea.
1: I don't think that they would come to Mississippi at all. But no. I mean, just to see like but to hear their music growing up and be into it and like just respect the heck out of like the talent and the arrangements. And I mean, like, and for like for black metal in that time period, they were like huge. I mean, Chris Wright it like, was so good. Not, like the like some of the leaders of that genre. And yeah. To see them at Cornerstone was kind of just like I just like so this is a vivid memory because that was just some of the most talented musicians I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. like they were I uh, so good.
2: <clears throat> I can't remember if it was if it's on Undeceived or Synergy. <laughs> but there's the album where the the all the vocals are layered so there's like a low guttural and a and a <laughs> medium type guttural that's, that's going at the same be, time
1: that's got to be synergy i think okay
2: right, so yeah i think it is synergy and The first time I heard it, I was like They, it sounds like a dragon Is their vocalist Like literally, (laughs) this sounds like a dragon Is singing the tales of like Lord of the Rings or something It was blowing my mind And then all of the weird Like modal arpeggio stuff Everything About that time period when I was listening To it was, you know It was firing on all cylinders I freaking loved it for so long Man
1: yeah, and that was kind of an intro to metal for us anyway at our age when they kind of came along. I mean, like a high-quality... Yeah. Hard ...to play music, right? Yeah. Very. Um, Drew, did you spend a lot of X-Toll? Did you listen to them a lot? Um, <laughs> not
3: a lot of X-Toll, but I do very distinctly remember hanging out at a friend's house when Sunday night we were out in the game room. There were some people playing pool or something, and he had a CD player over in the corner. So I just find this cd that says x on it i'm like oh, what's
0: this <laughs>
3: what a great moment and i put it in i was like okay this is really dope and, <laughs> and that was my intro to x toll i don't even know which record it was i just i totally just remembered that exact moment though. was it was it black with like white writing i i want to say the actual album artwork was like purple or something, maybe? Uh, and, like, sure it just right. said X stole, like, in the top left. I don't, I don't know. I might be totally wrong. But. No, man.
1: Uh, that's What you just described, it's time to date ourselves like we usually do on this podcast, but what you just yeah. described, like, being at a friend's house playing pool, and, <laughs> and finding, finding, okay, finding a random CD from a friend, <laughs> tossing it into a CD player, and finding new music that way? Yeah. No longer exists. Oh, yeah.
3: That's not how it ever happened. No,
1: never. (laughs) That no longer exists. But that is how we found so much music back in the day. Like, hey, we're at a buddy's house. Let's throw this random CD in the CD player. Yeah. Now it's like, nah, man, if you don't find it online, you don't find
3: it. Or or how about the idea of buying a record was like a total gamble because you didn't (laughs) hear it before you bought it. (laughs)
1: You're rolling the dice. Exactly, Like now
3: kids like only buy if. Well, first of all, they're not gonna buy. Second of all, if right. they do buy, it's because they've already heard it and they know that they like it. Yeah. And yeah. back then, you it was just like a crapshoot, you know, paying like thirty dollars for a CD that you might not even like. I
1: remember, <laughs> you know? I remember buying uh like an Alan Jackson single CD from like Walmart or something. Way yeah. back in the day, and I was like, man, and Alan Jackson yeah. it was, it was way back. It was, nice. it was way back. I was like, it was like one of the first I ever ball, right?
0: And I remember he was like a Chattahoochee
1: single or something like that. And I was like, and the and the B side was uh was like a duet with Toby Keith. No, it was it was, <laughs> was morale yet, but no, it was it was like Alan. It was like Chattahoochee, like motorcycle mix.
3: Wow! (laughs) What is a motorcycle
1: mix?
2: (laughs) What (laughs) is a (laughs) Chad
1: motorcycle mix? I was like, man, I hope this (laughs) jam on (laughs) the other side is really good, because I have no idea what this sounds like. Okay, so the motorcycle mix was just... The same song, except a motorcycle was revving at the beginning. No. <laughs> yeah, at the beginning, and like throughout the song, there was like more motorcycle sound. <laughs> I
0: swear, like, I'm not
1: making this up. I've never said this out loud, uh-uh. so I realize how ridiculous this sounds. But that happened. And you can't oh, get that now. You can't, that doesn't happen. <laughs>
3: Let me see That's if I can find so there. hilarious! I want to know the conversation that was taking place in the studio when they were like overdubbing no. this motorcycle riff.
2: No, yeah, no, we we'll, no, we'll release it on the same album, the same wait, the yeah. same album. Chattahoo- no, yeah, it'll be one version and
1: it's- right, right. Mot- Chattahoochee's motorcycle extended mix. That. <laughs> wow. Just the thing, like, I think it was like more solos. I think the song started with like a solo, but it's like just the dude. Having like a Harley the whole time.
2: Oh, is it, so it's a motorcycle solo.
1: Yeah, kind <laughs> those are my favorite <laughs> solos. I can I buy this on Amazon. Motorcycle solos. dude.
2: I just want. I can only play motorcycle rhythm. <laughs> I, I don't know the scales yet.
1: That well, that's 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 I a thing I never solos. talk about otherwise. But that's only for listeners and you guys to go check out later, and it is worth a listen. Chattahoochee Motorcycle Extended Mix. Because- <laughs> Doesn't exist. I <laughs> that's the best, that's <laughs> the
2: best. title of anything ever.
0: <laughs>
2: it's worth. <four, laughs> uh, I jammed the hill. <laughs> Chattanooga motorcycle extended remix. <laughs> the
1: player was not yet uh, uh, preventive, and but I did that <laughs> want anyway, to saying about the uh, to unmark, however uh, you want to edit this, Jesse, or if I'm going to um, unmark, no, is it, you, you say Mark to Mark, okay? Mark, Mark Park. You
2: say Mark to Mark. You don't say Mark to Jesse, even though Jesse's the editor. Mark is directed at Mark. It's
1: like Mark Park. So are you yeah. You're I, telling Mark, I need to say Mark to Mark, like Mark. Yeah, you're s- you're, Mark. you're
2: telling Mark to Mark, so you don't know if you're telling him to Mark or if you're calling him by his name right. in a condescending way, <laughs> Mark, Mark, Mark. Mark. Mark So you are talking to him But you're yeah. not sure if if He's not sure if you're just like Adamantly stating that a mark goes there Yeah Or if you're being a douche to him <laughs> And so
1: That's the way I want it to be
2: <laughs> That's why we direct our marks at Mark And not Jesse
1: Gotcha Sorry Jesse Mark Mark Um, but no, to bring it back in, yeah, man, like, there is no, I love this one song, I hope the rest pan out, you know? But that was kind of the mm-hmm. event that yeah, but, um... But even then, like with the singles, you could kind of see them going that way. It's like let's try some more singles because people are kind of like getting wise to the idea that we can kind of do whatever else we want on the album, and they're, like they're getting jipped or something. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, that's made ourselves. <laughs> that when you mention that, like picking up some random like black metal CD, throwing in them, a- or oh, that hit the like I missed those days because I had to- yeah, man, it's my buddy Scott Athorn, he used to play whatever. And like, same thing, he had a pull downstairs, uh, a pull table downstairs. And, and he, he was, he was, he was a weird deal though, because like, he was like an 8th grade, his parents used <laughs> him, like, he was going to like festivals and stuff, here college people, like, when he was really young, like seventh, 8th grade. So, after listening to it for a couple of years, he would bring it back and say, well, two your So as I'm coming up, I'm hearing bands like X tall, blank Eye, uh just these random MXPX. Like random like, good Christian bands, like his parents kinda of justify him going to these festivals, even though he probably still shouldn't be. Um but yeah man, those were those were some good cool Yeah, man.
2: I just had or thought about the way you said people finding music, how that doesn't happen anymore. Right. um it I have a perfect example. My brother gave me this C D Because it had some random, uh, music on it, and it had, uh, a version of Winamp on it. (laughs) Right, okay. If you ever used Winamp, and then it had, uh, Oh crap! What what else was it that it had? It had oh it had a, a free version of Fruity Loops.
1: <laughs> oh my oh, so god! You out, sir. So this is uh, like this
2: is like this is like two thousand and two. Come with the yeah.
1: CD. So you can unlock that crap.
2: No, it it was this Have was it? a this was a this was a burnt CD. You know, It like it yep. was all.
1: Oh, so you didn't need a crack. You used to just throw it in.
2: Yeah, it was, and it was. I think it was a free version. I don't know if it was some sort of right. cracked or whatever. I it was so long ago, but yeah, my brother uh, got it and put it in. And he was like, "Check out the music on this thing." And um, <clears throat> it was my first time to hear Moby. What? And, and it was my first time to hear uh Tortoise. Really? And wow. so yeah, uh Tortoise has ended up being like one of my favorite bands of all time. And, uh, I mean, Moby is like, I, I guess in the very beginning, I was like, it was kind of blowing my mind that somebody made music like that. Yeah. Uh, and then, um, yeah, it was just crazy because that kind of music discovery just doesn't happen. Where, it, and then I asked somebody, like, I knew somebody whose brother was like older and what they did was they sold like, bootleg live recordings on CD. <laughs> that's Like, that's what they... And they went to shows and recorded them and then sold it, you know? Yeah. And like, what? That's, that, that, yeah. that's another thing. That doesn't happen. That's not how it happened Oh, yeah. You know? Absolutely so, not. It's so crazy, and I, I remember just thinking, like, it was so weird to know somebody who went and did that and then sold them like, individually in CDs, and then... <clears throat> I don't know. I guess. Yeah, it's it's weird. It, man. It, it's the same
1: thing. It just makes you feel old. It does. It, it's weird too. Like, cause even like after we got past that phase, I feel like there was kind of like MySpace. It kind of like you could find some stuff there. And it was it was online. It was different, but still. But honestly, man, like for me now, it's word of mouth. Yeah. Like if I don't hear about a band, word of mm. mouth. I'm probably not going to get into it. And that's yeah. so weird. Like, it seems like there should be a better way. I guess there is. I mean, I guess you can do Pandora or something, but I think even Pandora is really limited. I'm
2: done with Pandora stuff, man. I cannot do the radio stations not on Spotify or Pandora or whatever you want to use or whatever. It yeah. doesn't, I, I, I just want to, I, I like, lit- just like you're yeah. saying, I, I get into a band and then I'll listen to that, like, mm-hmm. I I don't know. Every now and then I'll listen to something and, in in a random way, run into something that I want to listen to twice. But uh really, yeah, like you said, unless somebody like specifically mentions something, or I just I see some sort of random thing that's linking these two bands that I happen to really like to this one band, like right. I, I don't know. I yeah. I just don't usually just go. Fishing randomly for music, so...
3: Man, I I have really come across a lot of bands that are, like, through Spotify. Like, yeah. I'm a Spotify premium subscriber. Mm-hmm. And nice. And they have some really cool things on there. Like, they have a, a browse uh, section where they kind of categorize music by uh, just, like, are, like different moods and gen- sure. genres. Yeah. And I've actually come across a lot of bands that I really like just by using that, or uh, or like they yeah. have different playlists and stuff on there. That. Yeah. And see, like uh, I've never really used Spotify, and I absolutely love it. Especially I use it, it a lot. lot. Yeah.
2: I subscribe as well, and it it it's awesome. I mean, I just have like I, I, I'm I have a million different things that like. Ty, my friend Ty will send me stuff on Spotify all the time, and that will help me listen to something I normally wouldn't have listened to. And yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know. And then you can kind of like, if you're subscribed, you can uh, set a few albums to be available when you're offline, right? And then helps me to listen to stuff closely and digest it, so I'm not just streaming crap all the time. But uh, yeah, I love Spotify, man.
3: Yeah, man. I like. I, I need to try it out. Yeah, I, cause I, I've never been like a Pandora radio or like iTunes radio type of listener. Yeah. I just, a lot of times, I mean, most time I'll find one record that I really like and I'll listen to it non-stop until it's totally driven into the ground. Right. And then I just yeah. won't listen to music for a little while. <laughs> and then I'll randomly come across something else that I really like. And, you know, the process just continues like that. So, um.
2: You, you, that reminds me of, uh, something that I've been listening to recently. I, um. I'm the same way. I'll find something and then I'll just fixate on it and listen to it way more than it needs to be listened to for like a year. <laughs> yeah. And just, and then for like years and years, I will, if I go back to it, I'll remember, I'll still remember the way that the, all the tracks unfold and the melodies <laughs> and everything sure. and the little weird, little cues in the songs. And then, uh, I don't know. It, it, with uh the latest one that I was just uh listening to the other day during a long car ride was um the first Image in Heap album.
1: Oh man. That's solid. That album's the,
2: awesome. Yeah. It's uh it's called Speak for Yourself. Yeah. And it is so good. I like, I saw her live and it was it was pretty cool. I mean, but really it's her albums are they're all like, you know, really nice post-production, yeah. glossy, beautiful tracks. It's not really about the a sound that, you know, you can imagine being reproduced live or anything, right, like right, that. yeah. Um, so I mean, and so I was kind of like, you know, whatever. I, I I knew that it was like a studio sound that she has, but anyway, uh, Tiffany, she, my wife, she was like, yeah, I mean, I I heard some of those songs from that album but I haven't listened to that whole album I was like okay so we popped it in listened to the whole thing all straight through uh, and there's only one song that I don't like which one's that Uh, it's
1: it's been a while since I've listened to
2: it you know it's funny it's funny because it's like um, I'm really bad even on the even on the albums where I listen to them for like a long time I don't ever look at the song titles yeah I, it, I so I won't know the song names. I'm like I don't know, but it's the one that starts out with like a bunch of like '90s sounding electric guitar.
3: Oh,
2: okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're talk about. <laughs> and then uh so that's it, kind of like a. And yeah, it's got some. I don't know. It just didn't do it for me.
0: It yodeling. You
1: know. Um, but uh, so what about that Lapa Lapa Luck band you were telling about. I listened to one of their tracks and I've heard it before. And it's kind of like the trip-hop thing or or, uh, down-tempo stuff. Oh, dude. You know, I love that music, Alex. I really do. But here's the thing about that stuff, how I discover that, is I'll find, like, these random YouTube mixes that are, like, 45 minutes to an hour long, but they don't have anything else, and I'll just, like, listen to that. I'm like, this this is giving me the fix. (laughs) Because it's just, like, this this stream of, like, down-tempo, like, chill. Because I I really do get moods where, like, I love that stuff. I'm gonna, later tonight, I'm gonna get some more of that guy or whatever, um, and get some more of that, cause I really do love that kind of stuff. Um, did you ever listen to Portishead back in the day?
2: Yeah, I mean, I,
1: uh, I'm not it's into like, shit speakers a lot, that's female vocals, like, a lot of times, mm-hmm. but that was kind of my first experience with like, and Lapalux La isn't really like, uh, if I'm saying that right, isn't really, trip hop necessarily, but I kind of put them in the same barrel.
2: Yeah, no, I see what you're saying. The I, down I totally. Tempo,
1: uh, nothing yeah. ever gets too hyped, but it, it's super emotional, mm-hmm. but super, like, full at the same time. I mean, um, yeah, I, I dig that, dig that kind of music.
2: Yeah, dude, I, I saw, uh, I, the reason that I found, uh, Lapalux was because, uh, I was, there's a guy that I really like his videos on YouTube that I found them very randomly, but I, I'll find out stuff about gear random, it, randomly. Like, the music, it's usually not so random, but this one was very random because I was on his YouTube page and somebody said, this song sounds like Lapalux. Right, yeah. And the guy underneath it said oh, well, I'll have to go listen to them. Uh, thanks for the compliment. And that's when I looked them up, and it was like, oh, okay, well, they have one song that's got a million hits or whatever, and uh, well, they have one music video that's got a million uh, hits, and it's pretty awesome.
1: So, it is. Um, Drew Porter, has there, uh, is there any bands you've been spinning lately that you've found that <sighs> just got their claws in you? Um,
3: yes. Uh... At the beginning of the year, I came across this band. I think I, I've like found them in some Spotify playlist or something. And yeah. so I just like kind of dug deeper into that. They're called Sylvan Esso. Um, they're like, they're from Durham, North Carolina or something. Did you, did
1: you play with these people in
3: Keeve? Uh, yes. They, they actually opened up for us. They actually were a Cutlass cover band that uh, opened okay. up. They're awesome! <laughs>
2: awesome. <laughs>
1: yeah, that would um, be
2: so cool to have your cover band open
1: for you. I know, right? <laughs> Dude, they're, so they're they're a pop duo. Are they are they like Die
3: Antwood or whatever? <laughs> 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 oh my gosh Oh no, was that you I was talking with? Where they came up in conversation? No, that no, was someone else. But
1: they always come up in conversation. <laughs> That's so. <Science dope>. It <laughs> always comes up in conversation. Everybody I, listens to them. Like nobody says they listen to them, but everyone listens to them. Like I didn't even they're know like what the that was. McDonald's,
3: yeah, McDonald's is right. like modern. Anyway, things. sorry,
1: not to interrupt. You can go back to Sylvan S. O. But yeah, um, they're just like
3: this electronic duo. The girl singer and this dude, I'm assuming he like does all the tracks and stuff, but um it's like you know, I, I've never been super into like really electronic heavy music, but right. I don't know. When I heard this band, it was like, Okay, this is exactly what I want to hear from an electronic band. So and like
1: electronic heavy like like metal or like you no. just say like just heavy with like
3: electronic like like edm or like uh not not heavy in the sense of like metal or or hardcore or whatever but just in the sense of like that's all of their instrumentation like electronic like tracks and percussion
1: yeah i'll be into it then yes
3: i really think you would be into this this girl has an amazing voice and it's it's just so good i will probably listen since February. I'll probably listen to this record like thirty or forty times. Are her are, her are her boobs
1: good? Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I've actually uh, I've I yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm looking at a picture and she has like something over her face, and it kind of reminds me of the Diane to people. That's why I even brought it up. They look kind. They kind of look, <laughs> look. They kind of look like weird. Yeah, like, like that. Like those South African. Yeah. Well, rappers. apparently.
3: She used to be in some other band called Mountain Man, which I don't know what that is or anything, but I know she used to be in that band. But I know she doesn't so.
1: shave her pits at all. <laughs> 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 um alex before you got back uh, from our little break i was talking about this kid who i thought he was much younger than 21 i guess he's 21 now but he like if you google him out i want you to google uh, maddie M-A-D. Oh, yeah,
0: man. That Madian. kid's
1: got... I mean, he looks like he's, like, 12 years old, but I <sighs> yeah. love Mattyon. Marian. Mattyon's one of those guys I discovered randomly on YouTube. It's yep. like, it's like, oh, man. Like, some His matchup
2: was pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, like, somebody uh, made a comment that was like, oh, man, Mattyon does stuff like this. Just like the Lapalux or whatever. It was, like, yep. a comment like that, and I was like, well, let me check this kid out. And I was like, holy crap, this is what... Like, holy moly. Yeah, I, well... Uh,
2: Hey, have you you remember his his like big famous mashup video that like was his main thing for a long time?
1: Who is it with? Who is it?
2: Oh, he, he, it's like if you look up Madion and then like his number one video or in terms of like plays and viral yeah. whatever is is mashup. It's like it's got like seventy two songs or something. Oh yeah yeah it. yeah
1: yeah that was sick.
2: He's playing the launch pad. Yeah, the innovation launch pad. Um. So, yeah, he's, it, it, it's super cool, but, you know, and that got me interested in mashups recently, and so, I sent you a link to a pretty cool mashup, uh, album the other day. Did you check any of those out?
1: I, I only checked out Lock of Luck, so I haven't gotten to the others yet.
2: No, but you didn't, you you didn't look at the, I sent, yeah, I sent you and Jesse a link on, uh...
1: Did you send our group text?
2: I sent it on our Facebook
1: message. Our Facebook? Wait, when? Not long ago. Hold on a second. I'm
2: about to text you a link to it.
1: Um, let me look. I don't know if I listened to it or not. It's a mashup album. Wait, the last one I have is an image picture. This is a cool part of the podcast.
2: <laughs> yes. <Okay.
1: laughs> is it Nate Fernald? That thing? Yeah,
2: Nate Fernald, yes. Was it really that? That's it, that's it.
1: I thought that was a joke, so I looked at that and I was like, looked at the picture of the guy, and I was like, this must be some meme or something they're talking about. Did you click on any of them? No, no, because it was like please, on my phone.
2: Please click on, uh, please click on. That uh, so was like on Teen the- Week.
1: Yes. <laughs> my, my, it just crashed for me. I'll do it after the podcast.
2: No, it's funny.
1: Oh, okay, 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 okay. Let me get back here. Mashup It's a, it's a mashup. <laughs> what is this? Glee, the Glee podcast. Mash up. We do mash up. Mash up. <laughs> Dude, it's, hang on, it's not loading. It's my phone. You, are you using an Apple phone? Yeah. <laughs> an
3: Apple, wow. an Apple telephone? <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm using a Mac phone. I don't know what you guys are using. It's a Mac, it's an iMac. It's I got that iMac Mac. phone. Uh, let me go to Facebook via the PC and see if I can get it to load and check out this mashup you're So crazy. Uh I was there a meme? like was it the second Tumble link did it have anything? What? There was like a different link that she sent and you said this is, it doesn't matter. Can you hear that? No. Well, you're not gonna be able to, I'm listening to it, but <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and pause it. <laughs> but I'm gonna listen <laughs> to that whole thing later. <laughs> no, the whole
2: thing is just the rest of that song. No. Yes.
1: So it? no, it's it's, it's smell now, Like smell Team Spirit, the first riff, and it goes straight into the bare naked lady song. Yep, yeah, it's found Colan Wakes <laughs> the rest and I know look,
2: every single song wake. in the mashup album starts out that way.
1: With so, with uh, smells like Team Spirit or
2: No, with it ends up <laughs> it ends up turning into bare naked lady <laughs>
0: Oh my god. It's so good.
1: That's funny. That's why you made that Bare Naked Ladies joke the other day. It is, bro. You're like, what's your favorite band or something like that? You said the Bare Naked Ladies. <laughs> I didn't know what you <laughs> about. Because there's another post that someone made, and it's like the same. It's a Tumblr link. Oh, Just see the Tumblr link of liar on essay with the memes of, like, uh, this, the... Uh, I like, see. Yeah. And so I thought they were the same thing. So I looked at it. I saw, like, a Tumblr link. I was like, oh, that's probably like the same thing. So that's my bad. I'm not... Not going the whole way, man. That's on me. That's on me. But I'm going to listen to it. <laughs> That's so funny. So his idea of a mashup is to take the of other random songs and just throw them on two. Is it the same? Next
2: Look, t- click on the one that says, I'll be there for a week.
3: <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs>
1: So this is horrible for a podcast. So this will probably all get cut. This is so good though. But, but just in uh, case, Drew needs uh, to listen to. Drew it. does need to listen to this. Like sidebar. So just this, uh, send it to me. This is um. So I'll be there for a week. Is the intro to Friends, the Friends theme song? But it goes straight into. It's been one week since you. <laughs> again. <laughs> Over and over, it goes into that song only. Wow. That's awesome.
3: That's my favorite band of all time.
1: Fair Naked Ladies? Fair
3: Naked Ladies.
1: <laughs> um, I used to date this girl for a while who's like favorite band was Sister Hazel. I was like,
3: that's, ooh. That's kind of a
1: weird favorite band. Wow,
2: that was, that was.
1: That's a deal breaker like, right you're there.
2: Like, you're like, hey, uh.
1: I was young and impressionable.
3: I'm
2: real sorry that it had to Wait. end this way.
3: This okay. isn't going to work.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she broke it off with me, guys. Aw. Uh, I was desperate. I right. should have uh just liked Sister Hazel more. I guess so man. What was their jam? What was Sister Hazel's jam?
3: Mm. I don't mm-hmm. I get all of those bands mixed up. Right. Like yep. them and Better yep. Than Ezra. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like I don't even know. Come on man. Well, what's the name of the song? Let's see.
1: Wasn't there like a song called like, Champagne High or something? that was like a slow song they had. Why am I thinking of Oh yes, yeah, Champagne High. Let's see. Is it all for you? It's hard to say what it is. I that's
2: speak. it, that's it, that's
1: it.
0: Okay.
1: I'll always be with you. Words can't say, I can't do. It's all for you, it's all for you. <laughs> that's incorrect. <laughs> see, funny. I can't do that. What? Sing that song? Uh, listen to that song. No, you- <laughs> sing that song. Try it. Sing it. Dude. Come on. Dude, give us a little cuttin' version of "All for You" by Sister Ray. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and not do that. Since you're the drummer, just do drum noises with your mouth of that. that- <laughs> oh. <Uh-oh. laughs> I don't want to. Things just fall on the floor, man. You can do this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. Right, I'll do bass. <laughs> That's bass. I don't know. Maybe you're muffled. Maybe you. And you're not really kicking it very hard. I don't know. Okay, look, that's a floor tom. I'm oh, okay. We don't have to talk about this anymore. But anyway, I'm just saying, Maddion, man, love that. Tom. <laughs> uh, even though he's like a ten-year-old. Yeah, he looks like a baby. So
2: being he, being yeah. that he is only around ten years old.
3: <laughs> right, right. Hey, congratulations to Matty on, though. Just- yeah.
1: Go get it, man. Go ahead. Dude, I mean, be awesome. Live your life. Do music and be great at it. Why not? Yeah, man. There's this one guy who's pretty good who's like, I don't know if he's playing anything else. He's just in a couple mixes with people. But I could really, he's got like one jam that I've heard. I was trying to Google him earlier. And I think he just does mixes with other people. But he has one song that's just him and I really enjoy it. Um, And his uh his name is Kygo, I guess is how you would pronounce that. Uh, K-Y-G-O. Um, hmm. So if you uh, want to check him out, I'm, I'm blanking on the name of the song he sings right now. It might be called Firestone and kind a of random. Yeah, I think it's called Fire Firestone. It's it, it's a little bit more singy. It's got that feel. though. is it based at. on
2: like Pokemon or something?
3: Hmm. Uh, I don't
1: even know what a hipster is anymore. I don't know, I me mean, either. Alex, what's a hipster now? Um, case. Now? Yeah. Oh. Man. A normal adult. Gosh. <laughs> Maybe I'm that far gone. Well, did
2: hey, did hipsters used to be? I mean,
1: were you, you a hipster? Because I, when we were when we were I, younger, you never been a hipster, right, Alex? I mean, I never considered you as a hipster.
2: I was a scenester.
1: So what was I? Was I a hipster or scenester? Drew, what was that?
2: You were pretty, I mean, you were, you you were kinda seen and then you were pretty hip.
3: Whatever, like. Uh, Warp Tour 2007, (laughs) (laughs) 8, whatever that is. Going
1: back to that, I freaking love that part of myself. I got my hair back out. I'm doing it again. I'm bringing it back. I'm gonna be like that Mullet guy.
2: Was that your, was that back in your Limp Biscuit days, Kyle? No, no,
1: that's a little too, too dark. We're talking about the taking back Sunday. Yeah. I would, I look like, I, I look like, uh, I listen to Fall Out Boy a lot, but I didn't. I was too cool for that. (laughs) But I look like a Fall Out Boy fan, right? Is that a hipster? Yeah.
3: No, I Uh like. I feel like the word hipster
1: is just like Patrick Little hipster, right? I mean, like when I think of, and not to bash Patrick, if you ever listen to this, which you probably won't because you're too hipster to. But, (laughs) but Patrick Little drew, and I'm not talking about bad dude on a podcast here because we don't know what's going to make it. Jesse could edit all of this, or I could delete this afterwards. But. He's always been kind of the picture of hipster to me.
2: Oh, dude, his, he's got the most hipster Instagram that I know.
1: See, I I haven't followed him in a while. I need to. He was in the band with us, with Drew, uh, Alex. Mm-hmm. Was. But, and, um, but, you know, like, now, though, I see, like, Patrick, and I think of, like, the the dudes on that Silicon Valley show are, like, tech dudes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, is that hipster? I
3: feel like hipster is, is kind of like... Normal life for a lot of people now. Like, is this something a hipster would say, Drew? Like, mate, the hipster,
1: you just had a big beard that you shaved off. I mean, you could totally be hipster.
2: Oh my gosh, heck Yeah. yeah,
3: dude.
1: You have a mustache. I mean, you
3: are. You're already like hipster you're, level two. You're walking trash, dude. But see, here's the thing. Like, the, I think the difference between like hipster. I feel like when someone refers to themselves as a hipster, that automatically means it's like some kind of costume or something that you put on. Sure. It's like, like with well, my mustache, I'm not. I'm not trying for. I'm not trying to say anything. I'm not trying to like be anything with a mustache. It's as simple as, like, I kind of like the way my face looks with a mustache at this point in time, So <laughs> that's what I'm doing. Like, And it, it really is as simple as that. Sure. Does that make sense? That's what a hipster Very is. much. That's I, a, was I was going to
2: say, though... I was going to say, though, that the, w- there's a way that you can tell at least the highest-ranking hipsters apart mm-hmm. from the other hipsters is because when you go from Super uh, super Hipster Level 2 to Super Hipster Level 3, their <laughs> tail grows back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right right you know jesse would be able to define this for us if he were here he would describe it to a t because he's very observant in that way yeah and i'm thinking we may all three be a little too close to this to not see the real difference because jesse's definitely not a hipster <laughs>
0: right? yeah. like
1: we're quick, like alex i think you and i and drew can all admit well drew, drew i don't know if you remember you probably don't remember jesse but yeah, I mean, we're what is
2: we're that supposed to mean, bro? No,
1: we're on the other side of that. <laughs> like, if, if there is a line, we're you, you probably and I are don't remember that line. You probably don't remember this horrible. Line. He's
2: not very hip, so I'm sure he doesn't he was, stand out in your mind. Uh, he,
1: he's a Manitopal Viking. I'm
3: sure
2: <laughs> he is. He, he played uh,
3: a... center for Brett Favre.
1: He,
2: Jesse I mean, the Manitopol okay, Let me
1: describe Jesse to you. Oh, the look. He's got That's long blonde a... hair. He's always getting injured. Uh
2: name of the podcast is the Manitopal Manitou.
3: Dude, I think I totally remember Jesse.
1: You do. He doesn't have long blonde hair anymore. You know yeah. him. Yeah. He came to I, our uh, Thirsty Hippo show. See,
2: Jesse, I stood up for your the acknowledgement <laughs> of your name and the remembrance of you in, in your
1: in your leave. I like putting that out there for Jesse. Is Jesse really goes the all two hours of this file.
2: <laughs> I hope so. He will. He will. He'll
1: do it. He will. Um
3: no. Yeah, like I don't I don't know if I remember actually meeting him, but I remember one time you had to like either drop something off at his house or yeah. like drop him off or something. Like I remember going to his house with you one time. His apartment, right? I think
1: everybody in the band at some point came with me to Jesse's apartment. Maybe so. Yeah.
3: Oh, I helped
2: you and Courtney uh Load up Jesse, like, move Jesse that one time. Really? Yeah, we we helped move where did some crap from... Where did we moved it, it from J5 over to that apartment at, uh... Crap, under the bridge over there off of 7th, Mark 1 Apartments or something?
1: Yeah, yeah, we did.
2: Yeah, and you had the yellow Xterra back then. Do you still have that car?
1: Okay, so I could have sold that car recently, but it was, like, I couldn't have gotten any money off of it. I mean, it sucks on gas, so I just gave it back to, like, my dad and parents. Like, I said, look, I'm not going to sell this. You can still get use out of it if you want to bump around it or somebody in the family. It actually worked out, like, one of my cousins, like, Needed a car for a minute because like their car broke down they're gonna buy another one and it worked out like they used it for a little while so I was like that was the right thing dude that's
3: awesome man yeah man yeah because
1: I mean I I w- I wasn't gonna just get like a grant off of that one it's like a nice running car it's still great right. I took care of it I just needed something new that wasn't like just sucking the life out of me with gas so
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> wait 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 Kyle. When we were moving Jesse from J five to Mark one. Right. Do you remember loading up the trailer with like couch stuff, and then Jesse laying, getting in the trailer with the with the crap that we packed up, <laughs> like in the uh, the flatbed trailer, like Jesse laying on the uh, yeah. couch and the flat holding crap into
1: the <laughs> couch. Oh, we were going to. <laughs>
2: <laughs> While we were going to the other uh, apartment
1: destination. I think I do remember that. He was like holding cushions down and stuff. <laughs> he was. <laughs> Dude, we had to do it somehow. We didn't have any ropes. Right?
2: <laughs> That's so Jesse, though.
1: That is. I got this with my body. Just my body.
2: <laughs> oh, my body's got this. Don't worry. <laughs> I don't need uh, a seatbelt.
0: Right. Oh, <laughs>
1: Yeah, man. Is there anything else you guys want to discuss? I mean, are you guys... We've been at it. The timer right now is one fifty-seven. Dang. So we've talked wow. for two hours, and we were talking before that. <laughs> yeah, really. I really look.
2: We got to keep the idea that I mentioned earlier that wasn't recorded.
1: Sure. What was for it?
2: Future podcast.
1: What was the idea? Remind me Whenever
2: I said We need to record <laughs> a podcast Where the whole thing Appears to be a blank
3: Yes I think that's a great idea
1: For real I want to do that To Drew Bragg But we've already Deleted his episode
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: does, does he know this? What? Did we delete the episode? Yeah I did tell him I don't know if oh, he Oh okay <laughs> By the way, Jesse deleted that episode. (laughs) It probably sounded like a really shady friend. Like, dude, it probably feels like Jesse didn't like how it went down. So so he he
3: purposely deleted it, yeah.
1: Yes, so no. But that's totally not how it went down. Like, Jesse legitimately deleted it accidentally afterwards. And I was like, oh, God, because we talked for, like, two hours ourselves that night. Um, No, we do need to do that, Alex. We'll we'll plan that uh, in the future. Where we can get? I don't know if we need to get. We we have to have a guest. (laughs) Brett. (laughs) Well, wait, hold
2: on. I just realized something. What's that? We got to hear a a really awesome like description of like the journey that Drew's had in the last few years, like musically. And I get to, and I got a little the gist of uh, you and Drew's background as friends, but drew knows not crap about me
1: yeah i really don't yeah that, but that would <laughs> fill in that blank if you want. <laughs> okay.
2: very yeah. quickly sure i i know jesse from uh right before high school at the end of eighth grade medium and so we've known each other for a really long time Susan was in um, right yes and uh I met Kyle when Kyle was playing Dungeons and Dragons with Jesse with Courtney. I met you before that, dude.
0: Though.
3: You know what? I I remember, dude. Drew, okay. we have, have pictures with you and Sicily
1: at Jesse's apartment, dude. Oh, yes, totally. The, I, I just remembered this video. because
3: I remember Jesus, we went Jesus, over there. <laughs>
1: Jesse's apartment.
3: Yeah, we <laughs> went over there. Was yeah. uh, Alex there uh, that night? Alex, were there? Maybe. Look. I,
2: here's the night. Here's the night that I remember, Kyle. And this should stand out in your mind. I right. believe it was your first time. No, no, look, okay, and come, come Brett on, on. W- Brett kept saying "Berserker Rage" <laughs> because he wanted to do Berserker Rage, uh, and you kept saying "More wine."
1: Something. Yeah. This is done. Since, <laughs> okay. So wait, Alex. First of all, the first time I met you was actually at Socket Cafe, right? Or was that Jesse I met? No, that was Jesse I met for the first time at Sake Cafe. I met. Oh, okay. Up. Okay, so I met Jesse first. So yeah, you. Did, oh, okay. The first time I met you, didn't we play Battlestar Galactica?
2: Oh wait, was that the first time or was it the Dungeons and Dragons the first time?
1: Whichever one we did first.
2: It my, I think first. it was Dungeons and Dragons because I didn't play; <laughs> I just watched you guys play and like. <laughs> and Jesse was Jesse was trying to yeah, that was teach everybody how to get into the game.
1: Yeah, that was the second time we hung out and we played Battlestar Galactica. And he kept calling me a Cylon.
2: <laughs> you
0: yes,
1: Cylon. Yes, that was a good one. <laughs> I was like, "Dude, I'm not a Cylon." He's like,
0: yes. "You're a
1: Cylon." <laughs> Alex kept calling me a Cylon. The premise of that game, Drew. I don't know if you know anything about Battlestar Galactica. No, absolutely not. Okay, so Battlestar Galactica. Just a just quick, quick, quick download. And you I think you'll respect the idea of this game.
2: QDL.
1: Yeah. So. <laughs> So in the, in the Bowser Galactic show, which you should totally watch cause it's great, uh, basically the war- earth has been destroyed and these people are on the ship and they're like the last survivors, like just jumping away from these like machines that are killing them, you know, like Terminator in space basically. Okay.
2: Robots. I think they're called robots.
1: Yeah. So, but in the show there's a premise where there are some, there are some people that are humans that are like a mix of human and robot and they can be like kind of activated and they're like Cylons without knowing it.
3: Oh.
1: Um... So there's a board game based around this entire scenario interesting you make jumps every time there's always hard to think grabbing the ship and you're all characters on the ship and you have responsibilities however you draw cards and like one of you or more of you can be a sideline so like you want everyone else to lose but you don't want to give it away because if you give it away you can just be thrown in like prison the whole time yeah yeah it's an interesting concept because it's like you really have to lie your ass off to your friends, right? <laughs> like, I got this. I'll make the joke. That jump. sounds like a lot of fun. It, it's so fun if you yeah. if you can get into it, like past the nerdiness of it. Like it's it's a block. That
2: actually was a really cool game. I I know nothing about the show except I knew what a Cylon was and I right. knew the the little brief you know, synopsis. If you, that if you're you know that, you
1: can play the game. Yeah, right. for because sure. I did want. I played the game before I watched the show.
2: Have you oh. seen all the episodes of the show?
1: Yeah, it's like what. First. How How many episodes are there? It's like four seasons.
2: Oh, okay. What am I thinking about that's got way more episodes? Or something.
1: What? Like Star Trek or
2: something. No, I'm thinking about Stargate or something like that. But, uh, yeah, that, I know... I Daniel haven't seen Star- you know,
1: all Stargate. I'll Start Act is only, like, it's like a pre-movie, yeah. an hour, and then there's, like, four seasons. There's, like, been spin-offs, but the actual show that that's based off of was only, like, four seasons. I'll watch that yep. after the fact. That's... Anyway, back to who you are, Alex. Yes, <laughs>
3: I want to know who right. Alex is. Sorry. Oh,
2: okay. And so that's how I know Kyle, and but, that's how I know Jesse. And I've played guitar since I was... 16 mm-hmm. Or my 16 year old birthday And maybe like a few months before that And then I, uh, I'm i 30 years old I'm about to be 31 And uh, I was in a band Whenever I came back from living in South South America After uh, after high school and
1: How did South America and why were you in South America? Yeah, I, what, what's up okay, in South
2: America? So right after high school I was gonna go into uh college, and I was kind of just like whatever about it all, and um then uh my friend, right after I graduated high school, he's like, hey, I need you to be the best man in my wedding, and I was like, okay, cool, and he's like, oh, but the wedding is in Columbia, and I'm like, oh, yeah, well, like, what? <laughs> okay, well we can do that, yeah, we can make that happen, <laughs> so we ended up making, we, we made it a big church trip, so, a lot of people from our small church went out there, and um, it was really cool, it, like, hanging out there and seeing all things that are going on. And while we were out there, they were telling the uh, my friend and the pastor that came with us, they were like, yeah, if you, uh, if you have anybody that wants to come out here and do, like, a little, like, you know, internship, just serving here and working, help us to get our, like, food kitchen started, you know, we can do that. And I was like, okay, cool. Well, then I went back to Hattiesburg and I was like, told my mom I didn't want to go to school yet. And I went and asked my, uh, pastor if I could go out to South America. And he was like, yeah, let's go sign it up. So we just did it. Dude. And then I just got some tickets That's and awesome. I got, I, I got money from, uh, some family members because I had zero money mm-hmm. and, uh, got some, got a plane ticket and I was scheduled to come back in like five months. And so, <clears throat> because that was like the time frame of how much tourist visa time I could have within that year, blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, so I, uh, I went out there and about every five months I would come back to Mississippi for three weeks and then I'd go back to Columbia for another six months and I'd come back. And during that time I did a lot of <clears throat> just like, you know, stuff that it's like, I guess it would probably seem really boring, like cleaning up this really like very uh generic looking you know corrugated steel roof uh Latin American church you know where yeah. we lived you know yeah. it's very like if you imagine the way you've seen one on a mission trip or something, that's what it looks like, and it was really but it was really big, and so yeah. we just spent a whole lot of time cleaning that, and then we worked for a while towards opening up a food kitchen. <clears throat> And then that was running for a while while I was still there. They've since had to close that part of it. But, uh, yeah, it was something that I got to work in and meet, like, a thousand people. That's uh, cool, man. Through, That's and it was so, yeah, it was yeah. so cool because I went out there not knowing any Spanish. And then, in like, by the time I came home, the first time after, like, five months, uh, I could speak Spanish pretty well, and my friend, one of my best friends, Jaime, he was like, dang, dude, I did not think it would happen, you know, in
3: under six months. That's insane, and like, so, you didn't know any Spanish, and you came back, no, like, I did pretty not much fluent Spanish. in five months.
2: Yeah, it took about That's, five months, and wow. so their first two months, I'm, I'm, like, freaking out, and I'm having these dreams where... Uh, I would be in some sort of a dire situation where I'd need to to speak to an authority and like, ah, I need you to point me in the direction of, you know, this or that. Ah! Right. And like <laughs> you're in this moment of anxiety and like you can't get anything across because it's, you know, a huge language barrier oh, and yeah. like, you know, time expires and the world crumbles in my dream. And I had these <laughs> dreams in the beginning and it was like very, very, very stressful. And then about four months, I had my very first dream where... I was speaking to somebody in Spanish and they were replying in Spanish and we were having a conversation. Uh I dream a lot and so like and, and for some reason I, w- I my dreams were really vivid uh whenever I was there and um yeah I, I remember just the a distinct transition from not understanding la- the language in my dreams to it becoming something that was natural even in my dream for me yeah. to understand and that was like a real transition time for me. So that was something really cool, you know. And my Spanish has gone way downhill since <laughs> I lived there. And I mean, I came back, I came back in like 2006 or 2005. And, uh, my Spanish was really good when I first came back. And, you know, it's, I, I can still understand very well, but, uh, speaking is not quite as fluent as it was. But, uh, yeah, that's something that's awesome. It's helped me you know, in dental school. and tell me in all yeah. sorts of stuff. So, yeah, yeah I That's awesome, came man. back. Thanks, dude. I came back, and then I went to USM, and then I stopped going to USM, and I went to... And I was going to stop going to school altogether, but then I decided to go to occupational therapy school, and then I dropped out of that so that I could work in the church in Hattiesburg, uh, at the House of Prayer in Hattiesburg, and then we dropped out of that... uh because of all sorts of stuff, the kind of stories that grow you up. Right. And then, uh, I got married, and whenever my wife got pregnant, I decided I was going to, uh, do something like that was gonna help take care of the family. And so then I, uh, got into dental school after I completed a couple years of college on my first try, uh, applying. And so, yeah, now I'm in my senior year of dental school. That's I can't, rad, wait for, I can't wait for you to be
1: my dentist.
2: Yeah, dude. You're going to expert I, my chompers. <laughs> I was, uh, Tiffany and I were talking for a while about, um, moving to, uh, to Austin, actually. shoot,
1: Don't yeah. move out there, man. Then we'll have to <laughs> <laughs> you no, do it. We're no, going to have <laughs> <laughs> to.
2: The thing was like, uh, I don't know. We were just thinking it would be a really cool opportunity. You, now we're we're gonna go to Hatt- day, going to go to Hattiesburg now. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> for now, the plan has just recently been that we're going to go back to Hattiesburg yeah. and kind of reassess in a couple years and see if
1: it um, escapes him. I uh, this is this is kind of a side note. And thank you for that download of who you are and why you are yeah And I mean if this gets to the podcast I mean listeners probably want to know that too right <laughs> I, mean,
0: I mean I guess so yeah,
1: yeah. if we ever really touched on, on some of that stuff just, just uh, specifically for you Cool dudes. I think I'm going to wrap this. It's good. Right. Uh, and I, I, I'm trying to like go to bed well at a good time for this new job and all. And Courtney just got in. I haven't seen her in a few days. So I probably need to pay attention to her for a few minutes before I go to sleep. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, but good good times. Thanks for coming on, Drew. Yes. yes Drew, Thank you for you. having me. Alex, it was Alex? amazing. Yeah. Alex, never miss another episode, man. Come on. I don't want to. Come on, man. We might. Well, are, are you free this whole week, Alex? Yes. We might, you and I might be like in another emergency episode or something, just, just to have, just in the back pocket in case we all get busy or something. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, dude. Um, I'm sure. I'll talk to you about that more. Um, we might even bring Drew Bragg on because he's a, he's a hoot. Um, yeah, you should do that. But, uh, I really want to. But anyway, so I'll, let's do the wrap then. This has been Wizard Opinions with Kyle and Alex and Drew Porter. We hope to have Jesse back next time around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it. Never know how to wrap this crap, do we? <laughs> Never know how to wrap it. We need a template. Just cut the cord, man. I cut the Just cord. Cut the, the cord. cord. Help her wrap. You go, man. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a <laughs> that's, that's also on the motorcycle Chattahoochee name. <laughs> <laughs> sit, boo-boo, sit. Good dog. but I feel like people think I'm lying when I talk talk about like doctors and stuff that I see up here and for good reason because like yeah. my financial advisor's name is David Pancake
2: <laughs> no, it's not. You just ruined your whole build up right
1: there. No, you
2: tried. No, you were gonna try to build it up to where we were. You earned a place of trust, and then you're gonna just slip pancake in there and act uh, like you didn't say anything.
1: Uh, no, it's really. It's a spelled pancake. It really is pancake. And uh, like my dentist's name is even worse, man. I don't even want to say it. But it just sounds like Meg make- blow Sounds like people. I'm just making crap up, like a bad. At- sounds okay. My dentist name is uh, Doctor Lawyer.
0: <laughs> what is it?
1: Dr. Lawyer. <laughs> and I, I, they're like right across the street from each other. And wow. that's exaggeration. They're like right across the street from each other in front of them. And you can Google either of them, I'm sure. But yeah. Dr. Lawyer. David Benson's husband, Dr. Lawyer. I guess.